Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience sharing article from the 20th China Far Way entitled Eliminating Attachments in Daily Life by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on November 13, 2023. Greetings, Master. Greetings, fellow practitioners. I have been practicing Falun Dafa for more than 20 years and haven't experienced any major persecution. Most of my Qingqing cultivation had to do with family conflicts. I want to share how I follow the principles of Falun Dafa to improve myself and eliminate my attachments. Part 1. Cultivation in the Family Environment I was not happy with my marriage. I always thought that my husband didn't treat me well. I had a full-time job and three children to take care of, but my husband never helped me do housework or showed that he cared about me. He often got drunk and came back home late at night. Sometimes he didn't come home at all. We often blamed each other and also hurt each other. My mother-in-law didn't like me either. She often faulted me for doing things wrong and pulled a long face at me. At times I felt that I was at my limit of physical and mental endurance. Sometimes I thought of divorce or running away from my family. However, as a Falun Dafa practitioner, I knew it was wrong to run away from conflicts. Instead, I knew that I should take it as an opportunity to improve myself. I started to look within to find out the reasons of why I felt so hurt. Master Li, the founder of Falun Dafa, said in Lecture 4 of Juan Falun, quote, In cultivation there may be two scenarios when dealing with specific conflicts or when others treat you badly. One is that you might have treated this person badly in your previous life. You feel in your heart that it is unfair. How can this person treat me like this? Then why did you treat this person that way in the past? You might claim that you actually did not know it at that time, and this lifetime has nothing to do with another lifetime. But that won't do. Unquote. Master already told me that everything has a cause. I need to repay what I owe. But why was I still in so much pain? What made me feel that it was painful? I looked deep inside. Suddenly, I understood why. I hoped that my husband and mother-in-law would understand my situation and treat me well. I hoped that they would love me and praise me, and I hoped that I would have a harmonious family. But as a practitioner, my pursuit in life should be different. I should work on myself no matter how others treat me. Any difficulty I encounter is a good opportunity to improve oneself. I determined that I should not always focus on myself, but should put myself in others' shoes and not blame others, but empathize with them. I started to change myself. 
I educated and took care of our children with great patience. When I saw my husband playing with his cell phone on the bed while I was doing housework, I was not upset anymore. I told myself, focus on whatever I should do and do not be bothered by others. When my husband failed to do the things I asked him to, I didn't blame him as before. Instead, I quietly got things done. I stopped arguing with my mother-in-law when she was accusing me. I tried my best to make her happy without feeling aggrieved. Soon, I became truly understanding of my husband and my mother-in-law. My husband was under great pressure at work. When he was at home, he just wanted to completely relax without having to do anything. My mother-in-law is at an advanced age, but she was still willing to help me with the housework. I should appreciate her help. I let go of ego and no longer demanded that they be good to me. My change led to their changing. The atmosphere at home is much warmer now. Practicing cultivation in Dafa is wonderful. Part 2. Getting Along with My Brother-in-Law's Family My family and my brother-in-law's family have a lot of financial disputes. Although I ended up giving his family our share of the inherited house and land, I always thought that we were being taken advantage of. There is a line in Master's poem, Being a Human, from Hong Yin, quote, One who is for gain disavows family. Unquote. I realized that my thought was not right. My resentment and jealousy were caused by my attachments to material gain. When my brother-in-law got what he wanted, I should have been happy for him. I felt relaxed after letting go of my attachments. There were many trivial incidents that turned out to be good opportunities to improve my chin-ching. Once we had a family gathering at my mother-in-law's house. While everyone was at the dinner table, I was helping taking care of my niece's baby. When it was my turn to eat, there was almost nothing left. I was very unhappy. I started to search within. I had hoped people would have thought of me and respected me. I wanted my kindness to be rewarded, and I was still obsessed with delicious food. If I could not calmly accept anything I encountered, I would not reach the state of being selfless. Every attachment is an obstacle on my cultivation path. After I realized my problem, and let go of my attachment, I felt uplifted and now able to treat my brother-in-law's family sincerely. Part 3. Eliminating Attachments with My Sister Since my marriage was unpleasant, I valued my bond with my parents and sisters even more, but they didn't feel the same way and did things to me that made me feel hurt. I was disheartened and felt that nothing in the world was reliable. Unlike me, with financial difficulties and a house to rent, my sister is wealthy and owns many houses and stores. She and her husband always looked down on me. I didn't take their attitude to heart, but never thought of taking advantage of their wealth. 
Once my sister was hospitalized after breaking her leg, I went to the hospital to take care of her. I took the opportunity to talk about Falun Dafa, and she agreed that Falun Dafa is good. Right after she was discharged, she resumed her arrogant attitude towards me. She mocked and discriminated me in her words and actions. I was sad. Master said in In the Tao Without Cultivating the Tao from Juan Fallon, Volume 2, quote, The Buddhist school takes human matters lightly, and in its view, who knows how many parents a person has had over his many lifetimes. Only when you let go of all such attachments and cultivate with a quiet and calm mind can you meet with success. Unquote. I asked myself why my sister always treated me like this. I found that I actually had a similar mentality to hers, which was hidden deep inside. I thought that I was always the giving side and that I did much better than others. I was proud to be a Dafa practitioner and looked down on those who didn't practice Dafa. My sister's behavior was a mirror reflecting my internal prejudice. I also found that I was attached to home ownership with the rationale that if I had a better living situation, I would do better in my cultivation. But that's another attachment. Why did my sister always mock my financial situation? because I had the attachment to fame and benefit. I thought that if I had more money, I could clarify the truth better. This was an incorrect notion. We should inspire sentient beings to have good thoughts rather than enticing them with benefits and favors. I also realized that I shouldn't be obsessed with family affection, be it towards my parents, siblings, spouse, or children. Instead, I should treat them equally, as I should treat all beings. Only then can I develop compassion and be truly kind to people. Part 4. Enlightenment The universe is rich and colorful because of all the various lives and states of existence at different levels. I should treat all lives with tolerance and compassion, without demanding things. All I can do is to purify myself and improve according to the guidance of Falun Dafa and try my best to guide sentient beings to value virtue and kindness. The old universe where I came from is based on selfishness. Only by getting rid of the shell of selfishness Can I elevate my level and experience the ease of mind and body and the beauty of cultivation? I should always keep a humble heart. Please kindly point out anything not in line with the Fa. following is an experience-sharing article entitled Removing a Selfish Concept by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Minghui website on November 8, 2023. 
I was born in a small mountain village in the 1960s, the era of the Cultural Revolution. Although I was young, I liked the concept of restricting oneself to restore propriety that was criticized at that time. I was disgusted with social phenomena like fighting against the rich, right-wingers, and the four types of people. In the later years of that time, those who turned in blank papers were admitted to college and praised by the leaders. However, I disapproved of such things. In addition, I lived in poverty. I always wanted to escape my situation, but was helplessly stuck with the reality. As an adult, the family ethic that men should be upright and masculine and women should be gentle and virtuous had taken root in my heart. However, the situation in my marriage was far from the wife-follows-the-husband concept that I expected to occur. My wife was the same age as me, but follows the philosophies of equality between men and women, and women hold up half the sky. She is very capable and assertive, and she continuously complains a lot. My work was difficult and tiring. At home, my wife and I couldn't say three sentences to each other without quarreling. I felt exhausted physically and mentally all the time. One time when I could no longer bear her complaints and insults, I beat her. She was less argumentative after that. Fortunately, I read Juan Falun, the main book of Falun Dafa, in 1998. I was enlightened, and all my puzzles in life were solved. I was excited and thought in my heart, Falun Dafa is what I will truly pursue. After that, all my health problems disappeared. My body was light and felt wonderful. I studied the Fa and did the five exercises in my free time after work. Consequently, I no longer argued with my wife. Seeing significant changes in me and with the encouragement from other practitioners, my wife also started practicing Falun Dafa and reading the book. Although we both cultivated, we could not eliminate all of our attachments immediately. Traditional family ethics and moral concepts had a strong influence on me, and on the surface, I was following Master's principles from the poem Creating a New in Honging Five, quote, Returning to tradition puts you on the path to heaven, unquote. However, I didn't realize that I was selfish when I demanded that my wife act according to my understandings of the principles. As a result, decades passed and we still couldn't communicate. We had different views on almost everything. We rarely agreed on anything with each other when talking about cultivation or handling trivial matters in life. To avoid conflicts, I stopped caring about anything except for matters of principle and rarely spoke with her. I thought my behavior was correct. When other practitioners said that they envied how my wife and I cultivated, I told them our situation. They said, you are overly attached to sentimentality. Being told I was overly attached to sentimentality was a sobering warning. It woke me up and made me wonder, sentimentality is selfish and humans live for it. Cultivators must get rid of this sentimentality. Master requires us to cultivate ourselves. I realized that I couldn't change anyone else's thinking. My wife's rebellion was to make me understand that I should cultivate myself and not look outside for the causes of our conflicts. 
The family conflicts throughout those years were caused by my failure to follow Master's requirements. The right path was to cultivate myself by the requirements of the Fa. I paid attention to whether my thoughts and notions aligned with Master's requirements and whether they met the standards of acting entirely for others. The conflicts between my wife and I gradually became fewer and fewer. I should have understood the problem long ago. Although it took me a long time, I am happy that I have improved. After changing my behavior, I felt much more relaxed. I am grateful to my wife for helping me to improve and to other practitioners for their kind remarks. They helped me remove my selfish family concepts. At the same time, I got rid of a lustful heart and my deep emotions for my wife, children, and grandchildren. I don't cling to anything in the world. I am open-minded and unattached, and my heart is on Dafa. I feel sacred when I do the three things. The following is an experience sharing article entitled Resolving Conflicts by Looking Within by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on November 3, 2023. Anna was my coworker. Our relationship was already very good before I started practicing. After we began cultivating, we were even more like family especially after the persecution started in 1999. Aside from studying the Fa and exchanging cultivation understandings twice every week, we also validated the Fa together and helped and supported one another through thick and thin. However, over the last two years, a gap started to form between us. We no longer had that harmony and camaraderie we used to enjoy— there was no longer that peacefulness, much less the mutual care and trust between us. Although we still read the Fa together, our cultivation exchanges decreased. I left after we finished reading because I did not want to listen to her nag. I also did not want to see her unkind attitude and expressions. I thought that if it wasn't for Master's request for us to study the Fa as a group, I would definitely stop going to her house. The one thing I disliked the most about Anna was that she loved to find out about things. So every time we met, she first asked what someone was doing, where someone else was, if I went to study the Fa at another Fa study site, and how many people were there, etc. She is older than I, so although I detested her asking, I answered her questions out of courtesy and respect. Sometimes I also reminded her, indirectly, not to ask such questions. Instead, we should use the time to read the Fa. But the next time we met, she still asked those questions. I really did not know what to do, and I felt helpless. Master's teachings about looking within when encountering conflicts reminded me that for such a long time, I just kept blaming Anna. Wasn't this looking outward? I am a cultivator. Why didn't I examine myself? When Anna loved to ask questions, it was an attachment to being meddlesome. So which of my attachments was Anna trying to help me eliminate? Did I also like to be meddlesome? 
When I looked within, I discovered that I was curious and meddlesome. Of course, this attachment did not show when I was with fellow practitioners, but when I was interacting with others, especially with my family, I was always meddlesome. When my husband's attitude was negative, I was unhappy. I would pester him, or I criticized him and said that there was something wrong with his attitude. My husband said that I was meddlesome, but I did not admit it. Sometimes I talked back. Seeing that my understanding of the fa was so low and I could not get rid of the Chinese Communist Party's culture, I understood that Master had to let me see my strong attachment through Anna's behavior. However, I still did not understand, and this matter dragged on for so long. I repeatedly missed many opportunities Master arranged for me. I felt very bad. When I realized this attachment and tried my best to change, Anna changed. She no longer asked about others. However, when I did not do well, Anna's meddlesome behavior would reappear. I finally understood that her behavior was Master's way of helping me see my own problems. Thank you, Master, for your painstaking efforts. I also really disliked Anna's rigid and unkind facial expressions and attitude when she spoke. I have to work, and due to the pandemic, my work hours were frequently adjusted. So my fast study time with Anna had to be adjusted accordingly. Every time I mentioned changing our time, Anna would get worked up and say loudly, we will do it at whatever time you decide. Whenever she did that, I felt uncomfortable. I thought to myself, why is her attitude so bad? You do not work, so why can't we change the fast study time? I was not changing the fast study time voluntarily. I had to change because my work schedule changed. Why can't you understand my situation? When Anna got angry, I felt that I was wronged. We would part on bad terms, and looking within, I first found my attachment to complaining about Anna. I complained because she did not agree to my request happily. When I looked within, I discovered that I had another strong attachment to myself. I only thought about my convenience, but did not think about the fact that my changing the fast study time frequently was going to disrupt plans that she had. I had already affected Anna's life, but I was not remorseful. Instead, I complained that she did not respond to my request happily. Thinking back about my behaviors toward Anna all these years, I was often late, and she was afraid that she would not hear me when I knocked on her door, so she sat by the door and waited for me. When I went to her house and knocked on her door, if she was slightly late in opening the door, I complained and asked why she took so long to open it. She may have been doing some very important things at that time. When I recall all this, I realized that Anna has always accommodated me, but I was not grateful. I even criticized her and complained about her. I am really too selfish, and I felt very ashamed. After finding all these shortcomings, I tried my best to change. I no longer arrive late at Anna's house, and I also try not to change the fast study time anymore. When I reach her house and knock on her door, if she does not open it immediately, I wait for her patiently as I think of the fact that she may be doing something at that moment, so it was inconvenient for her to open the door immediately. Master's fa kept reminding me all the time, 
Now, if there's any conflict between Anna and I, I will look within unconditionally and abide by Master's request to correct myself. Gradually, the gap between Anna and I diminished, and we are able to study the Fa and calmly exchange cultivation thoughts again. Thank you, Master, for your benevolent salvation. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.